0: Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. So congratulations. Here's what i have doing. The best of the best have got the We're selling, going, going, gone. So congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months? Guys and girls, we've got a great podcast or webinar tonight. And that is a, a, a live stream, actually. And I'm going to talk to you about seven ultimate laws of power you can use these laws in business you can use them in politics you can use them in the dating game you can use them in any area of life hey David how are you all so let's move into this guys and girls and by the way I was talking to a guy today at the airport slash on the plane afterwards and we had a very good conversation about why real estate agents drive nice cars and I got me thinking to myself, why and do I actually think that a nice car, do I actually think that a nice car, a really attractive Maserati or a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, 14th of June, thank you Sanjay, do I think that a nice car is going to improve the attractiveness of a guy? And I've come to the conclusion The answer is yes. I do think that guys with nice cars have got a bigger chance with the girls. I do believe that. I do believe that. And I'm going to tell you why I believe it. Because research shows that from the caveman days that a female wanted to have security. And they are attracted to security. And what does financial assets do it shows in the modern world financial security and why and why will an expensive car i mean it's really interesting because a guy that pulls up in a maserati you can sit there and say to yourself you know he's a guy that's got a fucking small dick that's pulling up with a maserati and wants to show it off people can turn around and say that however i am going to say to you that a hot looking car that is expensive is an indicator that this person here has got to a higher entry, which means that it's a lower barrier to, like a low barrier to entry. Give me an example. I'll give you an example. Like a guy goes and buys a girl some flowers, right? I know we're going off topic, but I want to get this topic out there now. A guy goes and buys some flowers for 40 or $50. That's got a low barrier of entry. So many people can do that. So you turn around and you say to yourself, hey, what's a key indicator of someone that may have financial security? And a car is definitely that. Now, to a vendor... What does that really mean to a vendor? So definitely, I, I've got to say you, in the dating game, in the dating game, there's no question about it. You take two people exactly the same, you get one sitting in a kiosk portage, one sitting in a fucking Maserati, and there is this automatic assumption out there by people, hey, by a female, hey, that that guy is going to be able to give me financial security, okay? End of story. So... Um, but there is also a tendency that I've learned as someone that's been working in this industry for thirty thirty years, that there is a possibility that you can have all swank, all wank, and nothing in the bank, and you've got, you know, a lease that is actually making you allow to have that car. And a lot of those people are being found out at the moment because the incomes that they're making are no longer there. Um but Guys and girls, let's move on and let's talk about the seven laws of power. Law number one, guys and girls, law number one. And by the way, this is gonna be very good content. Law number one, so please press that share button. It's on the bottom left or tag someone on Instagram. Guys, I'm telling you, I've got some really good content that's gonna help you win business. Here it is, number one never outshine the master never outshine the master and what i mean by that is you never make those above you right feel like you're superior to them you always like the minute you've got to make if you're in the corporate world and you're watching this if you're in the corporate world and you're watching this law number one with your boss is make your boss look good that is Your strategy in business if you are in the corporate world. Now, in sales, you don't want to come across, you want to come across as a professional, you want to come across as someone that knows their job. You want to come across as someone that is actually a trusted advisor, but you don't want to come across as someone that intimidates the other person, that you're too clever, that you're too smart, because automatically that person is going to sense shit. They're going to take advantage of me. I'm not at their level. They're going to outsmart me. So in many ways, sometimes dumb it down a little bit, if you know what I mean, because I think that what you want to do is make those around you feel like they're not dumb, if you understand in what I'm saying. Okay. So law number one, never outshine the master. Let's move on to law number two. And by the way, Okay, let me move on to law number two, and I'll talk to you about something in a moment. Number two is, I know it sounds weird, and by the way, when you use these laws with good intentions, when you use these laws for win-win, when you use these laws not to screw people over, it's a good thing. But if you're going to use these laws, and I've got to tell you, a lot of people in politics use these laws to screw other people and get to the top. So the intention of these laws are very important. I want to move on to law number two. And that is that what you've got to do is make others come to you. Understand this law. Make other people come to you. Think about it, particularly those of you that are in sales. Think about this concept. When you're always going out, the person says, if you're that good, why are you chasing me all the time? Why are you chasing me? So what you want to do is make other people come to you, even if it's got to be an ethical bribe, even if it's got to be some sort of hook. When you have people come to you, understand this, you control the situation. Think about it. When you go off and you're doing your cold door knocking, going to people, people think, hey, he's chasing me, he's a salesperson, commission breath, all that sort of stuff. Make people come to you. Learn the concept of, you know, like many of you know, in the real estate gym, I talk about having a lead magnet where you create an ethical bribe for people to come to you. Or referrals. Think about it. When you get people referred to you, they've already done the selling and you control the interaction. That other person has done the selling. So this is basic power laws that are used in business all the time. Rule number 2 make people come to you. Let's move on to rule number 3. Rule number 3 is get ready for this one. Conceal your intentions. Don't fax them out there to everyone. What your intention is, conceal your intentions. And what I mean by that is you do have to keep people a little bit, keep keep people a li- have have the balance of keeping people in the dark by never revealing your true purpose behind all your actions. Or what happens is people, what they do is they put a guard on. Let me give you the classic example. In real estate, on a Saturday, a buyer comes to an open home. The buyer walks into the open home and the agent, who's been trained very well, uses some good dialogue and language and says something like this. Um, Can I ask you, have you sold from where you've come from yet? And the client says, no, not yet. What happens then is when your intention is, hey, I want your commission. I want your home. I want to list it. I want to make money out of it. And you jump and you pounce at it. People stay guarded. What do the smart people do? What they do is they put that in the back of their head they haven't sold yet have a look through and when you come out let me ask you what you think of this property and what you're really looking for. Then what they'll do is they'll move in and start trying to work on a buyer assessment meeting. And they'll say, hey, by the way, during the week, we spend 15 minutes where we spend time with our buyers and we find out exactly what they're looking for. Because if we get a hot listing that we don't put on realestate.com and domain.com initially, but we put it into our top pocket for our VIP buyers, I want to let you know about it. When can we sit down for 15 minutes and we can have that conversation?" next step you make an appointment next step you say by the way we like to do that at people's houses where we can sit there in privacy and at the same time I can have a look at your home and I can see the sort of home that you're attracted to what's your address next thing you know is you've got an appointment at their home to talk about their next purchase but guess what while you're there they start asking you about what do you think about my home what do you think it's worth so guys and girls golden rule conceal your intentions don't sit there and pounce that's what the smart people do same with chasing a girl or a guy i've got to say to you you've got to yes show some signs but then pull back a little bit because what actually happens is if you're if you're a single guy there if you're a single guy there that's watching this right now understand it if you just go out there chase 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 what's going to happen is hey the girl's going to sit back and say, hang on a second, this guy's creepy. This guy's desperate. This guy here sounds like he is going to be a stalker. So what do you do? You put some signals there, and then you back off. Be a little bit unpredictable. People like that, and they think, shit, what was that about? I thought he liked me. He's pulled back a little bit. Man, I'm telling you, be unpredictable, because otherwise you're going to come across as either desperate or boring move on number four number four let's talk about number four and that is i know this sounds weird by the way guys and girls if you are enjoying this rant and you're finding this content useful bring someone else in there or share the rant let me tell you number four seem dumber than your target seem dumber than your target no one likes feeling stupider than the next person do you understand that seem so so one of the things you want to do is that if if you come across super smart right what happens is people put their guard up because people don't want to be taken advantage of so what i suggest is be yourself and for me You know, like, I'm not the smartest person in the world, so when I am myself, I'm not normally too much smarter than the client. And people like that, you're more approachable that way. But that is a golden rule, seem dumber than your target. I've gotta tell you, I've seen a lot of people in the corporate world go up because they never ever made the people in the hierarchy at the top to get concerned because they never saw the person as being smart. I've got to tell you, a lot of people in politics move up the ladder in politics because they don't threaten people above them, right? And what actually happens is before you know it, they've taken one role, next role, minister there, then they're running for prime minister. Hey, this might be the case with Scott Morrison at the moment, the more I fucking think about it, right? That's it. There goes to show you proof in the law. Move on. Next one. Number five, number five, number five, law five in power is this: re-transform yourself occasionally. Out of the blue, when people have worked you out, what you do is. Don't fit in to what society wants. Don't fit in to what the world wants you to be. You be who you are because otherwise you're going to enter the commodity dungeon. Because society via school initially, then your friends and family, and then the people around you, they actually condition you to be a certain way. Guys and girls, what I'm saying to you is this, what you want to do is retransform yourself. I have to say to you, for me, it's been a good strategy. A few years ago, I had people saying, Panos, he's too in your face. He uses the F word too much, right? I've got to tell you, you've got to work on your brand, for your brand, by you, for you. Think about that. And at the end of the day, yes, I end up losing a group of people who don't like it. But you know what? I move away from the commodity dungeon. And in the world of coaching and training, there's a lot of people that just say the same stuff. Hey, go out there. Be motivated. Go out there. Be your best you. Law of attraction. If you think about it, it's going to come to you. There's all sorts of people that have got different angles. And some of those elements are true. But at the end of the day, it's like we've got this plethora Of people that are life coaches there. Hey, Stevie Georgiakis. King, these laws are spot on. He loves them. And if Dr. Georgiakis likes them from Sydney University, we know that they must be good. Let's move on. Re-transform yourself. And I've got to tell you, be a brand. Be a brand. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you try and become everything to everyone, you become no one to anyone. Move on to law number six. Law number six. Get ready for it. Fuck things you cannot have. Ignoring is the best revenge. Fuck things you can't have. Ignoring is the best revenge. And what I mean by that is this, guys and girls. Like I was talking to someone about a week ago. He's going through a messy divorce. And I just said to him, here's the deal. If you give the issue attention, you're making her more important. Let go. Participate in the solution. Don't participate in the problem. So I'm saying a lot of the times, ignoring is the best revenge, and what you wanna do is fuck things you can't have, because if you just focus on them too much, what you're gonna do is to create to yourself unhappiness, because you then give them too much energy and importance. In fact, I'm going to give you a basic rule of happiness. It's this. Happiness equals expectation minus reality. Think about it. The reason that you're stressed and anxious and pissed off a lot of the time is because you're pissed off on the way things are versus the way you'd like them to be. So expectation, the way you want them to be, versus reality, the way they are. So logically work it out. Sometimes happiness will be as simple as changing your expectation, factoring in fuck-ups, or changing your expectation. I don't know. If you're five foot two and you want to play for the LA Lakers, you're going to be fucking disappointed, right? Particularly if you haven't taken up basketball and you're 25 years of age now change your expectation, maybe, I don't know, if you're five foot two, I don't know, fucking trying to think, what could you do in sport, is there a sport that you've got an advantage being a short person, I don't know, all I'm saying is, work your strengths, work your strengths, A jockey. Thank you, James Ciacuti. Fuck it. You're not good enough to play for the LA Lakers. Lose 15 kilos. Go into a sauna. Dehydrate yourself. Go on the keto diet. Go on the intermittent diet. Go on the low-calorie diet. Go on the guaranteed scientific diet, which is just put more, put less food in your mouth every 24 hours and become a jockey. Or a halfback, as Russell Thomas says. Or a hooker. A rugby league hooker, that is. So... Let's move on to number seven. And number seven is this. Never appear too perfect. Never appear too perfect. You see, when you appear to have no faults, you create jealousy and envy. And people want to take you down. Thank you, water. Thank you, John Manners. You see, I mean... When you admit to a weakness, you come across more human and more approachable, right? And I think people like that. When you appear perfect, people don't like that. People, people get jealous. And there's a saying, everyone wants to see you do good till you're better than them. That may or may not be true for some people, but I think it's true for a lot of people. So guys and girls, I've given you seven laws. You get the drift. I also want to let you know that Susan has asked me to answer seven questions to people about the real estate gym. It appears that a lot of people came back to work last week or this week, and they've asked me questions about the gym. So I'm just going to do a very quick Q&A, and then I'm going to finish off with an interesting story. Number one what will you miss any part of the gym if you join now no everything that's been in the gym since 2015 will you will have access to number two i am new to real estate how will it help me well josh Tossellin has just come on josh Tossellin did a 100 sales he's 24 years of age He wrote over a million dollars in GCI in Quakers Hill. That's what the real estate gym does for a fucking new person. Second year in real estate. And fucking Josh Tesselin, you tell me what you think of the real estate gym in there in a comment. You tell me, AJ, and I'm looking at all the people that are on there. That's what it does. It gives you a template to write a million bucks within three years. And what if you're an... And what if you're an experienced agent? How will the real estate gym help you if you're an experienced agent? Very simple. You're going to rip off and duplicate the templates and the content and the strategies and the letters that successful agents are already using. And what you're going to do is they went through 15, 20 years of trial and error, trial and error, and you're going to bloody get it done in bloody one video when you watch what they would have done if they joined in real estate in year one number four if I don't join now when is the next public intake well if you don't join now the next public intake will be in June 2019 next question is what's the best part of the real estate gym I have to say to you thank you Sanjay I have to and thank you Bernard Bernard's a real estate gym member he's a bloody broker broker of the year let me tell you um, and Matt Steinwaite's saying it should be 1000 a month. Absolutely, 100%, Matty. We, Matty, me and you should be charging $10,000 a month, brother, the content there. And by the way, check out Matt Steinway's training work, check out everything. He's one of the few people that I actually say his audio matches his video. Next thing is, um, what's the best part of the real estate, Jim? I've got to say to you. For me, it's my prospector. My Prospector, I love the tool, and that comes part of your gym. I love the tool, and thank you, Sonia, speaking at ERIC this year too, Sonny. we're looking forward to it. I love the fact that you can measure your prospecting. Why? Because it's a compliance tool. What you measure, you manage, and what gets scheduled gets done, and My Prospector works on mobile, works on iPad, on your desktop, and if you're someone that's got call reluctance, Prospecting procrastination, you should have the gym just because of my prospector, because it measures your prospecting. And Taney Jane just talked about it. Michelle Kurz talked about it. You can see, I've got to tell you, in the REB top 100 agents, most of them have been gym members or gym members now. And let's move on. Uh, One last question. When should I start seeing results? You, if you're a new agent, you should be getting results within 12 months. If you're uh uh, experienced agent because you've already got a decent base, it should be within about six to eight weeks. Guys and girls, the real estate gym is six hundred and twenty dollars per year or sixty five dollars a month. I know that this is the close up week for twenty nineteen. Guys and girls, Susan's got the link, or just go to just look at the link on the comments www.realestategym.com. .au. It works out being the investment is about three coffees a week. And, guys, um, I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm just going to say thank you so much for everything, your attention. Um, um, and I just want to, you know, share that final story on um, happiness. And I'm just going to say to you, listen to me very, very carefully, guys and girls. Um, you don't control whether shit happens to you. You don't control whether you're in an accident or whether you get a certain illness, but you certainly control whether you stay down. Falling down is not an option. Staying down is. And I'm going to say to you guys and girls that